This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. Excited to be back with my co-host and the best man in my wedding. He gave the best, best man speech in best man speech history. Um, Jarrett Nelson. Jarrett's best week is over 36,000. He has a market director business and in less than two years, he's produced over 500,000 personally and his business has written over 1.5 million and growing every day. Today, we dive into the concept of journaling, which is a tool that all of us can use to process the duality of fiction and nonfiction that exists in our imaginations. Let's dive in. What's up? Welcome back. Um, the whole reason that we came up with this podcast is to provide a resource that people can come and, and utilize to enhance their business and find deeper levels of understanding to be able to provide that to the people that they're working with uh, and to themselves. And the tool that we're going to dive into today is journaling. Uh, journaling is something that has had a major impact on both mine and Jarrett's life. Um, we both started journaling probably consistently 10 or 11 12 yeah 10 or 11 years ago uh jared actually started journaling uh with his because of his grandma when he was a little kid uh, but started journaling consistently about 11 years ago so he'll dive into that in a little bit but um with anything in life you know the the things that provide value are the things that solve the problems that exist and one thing that we can guarantee as entrepreneurs is we are going to experience problems we're going to experience problems all the time. And uh, journaling is one of those things that can provide a major solution to a lot of the mental and emotional problems or challenges that we experience in this career. When you think about our career, there's there's not a whole lot to it, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <clears throat> yeah, when you look at it at a really high level, our job is very, very simple. Mm-hmm. We have a sales conversation. We know how many hours a week we need to work. We know how many presentations we need to give. But we can look at all the charts and all the people before us, and we can know on a very granular level, if we followed this to a T, this is what we are going to make and going to have. Mm-hmm. But the one wild card for all of us is just the emotional state in which we do the things that we know we need to do. Yep. Because that's really the game changer for everybody. Yeah. And so the problem really is, everyone knows how to do this job in a foundational way. Yeah, from a technical standpoint. From a technical standpoint. But when it comes to the emotionality and the emotionally charged parts of this job, those are usually the make or break moments for people. For sure. And that's what I've found for me is that journaling can really help round those jagged edges of this job and my life and help me be more emotionally consistent. Yeah. I mean, in our, in our life and this job, I mean, specifically in this job, when we're dealing with other people, attitude is everything. And our attitude comes from our emotional state and the agreements that we are making constantly on a daily basis. 
And uh, that emotional inconsistency is the difference between somebody who produces a hundred thousand in a year and two, three, four, five, six hundred, and as we're going to have somebody produce this year probably over two million. Um, but it really comes down to how level-headed are you going to stay, and you know how logical will you remain in the midst of a situation that could easily become emotional, where you know you're just like, man. I haven't produced anything in the last two days. Emotionally, that means that I could never produce anything again. Logically, that means the numbers are on your side. And, uh, you know, there's, as an entrepreneur, that's something that we'll also talk about today is just there's, there's a natural guilt that comes from being an entrepreneur because of all the things that we could potentially be doing every second of every day. Right. Yeah. The, the good news is that we're in control. The bad news is that we're also in control. We're also in control, man. It's the, so that heavy lies the crown mentality and that with great power comes great responsibility. And for this and our jobs, for a lot of folks, myself included, this was the first time that I've ever built and run a business. Yeah, and, full autonomy. And you can, if you want to, never check out. Mm-hmm. And you Probably can have... Not the healthiest. Not the healthiest. <laughs> you can't, I mean, you can't have an incredible amount of success if you never check out. Mm-hmm. But it's running a race that has no finish line at full speed. Right. And somewhere along the lines, you're going to start getting cramps. You're going to start getting <laughs> blisters. It's going to happen. And so having a place like a journal where you can just emotionally and mentally commune with yourself, turn the lights off, vomit into this thing that you need to have in order to be able to keep yourself emotionally consistent. It's just so important. It's huge. Yeah. So, so diving a little bit further into entrepreneur guilt, right? There's, as an entrepreneur, there, there's, literally always something that we could be doing to improve our business. So one of the things that you can do to silence that guilt, uh, one of the things is journaling. One of the things that we're going to talk about real briefly, it's not what this episode is about, but I think it's important to hit on is just actually having a very specific schedule that is laid out for yourself that you can see, not just that you have in your head, but you actually have, you can see visually. So I use a Google spreadsheet and just by 15 minute by 15 minute, I lay out my entire day and what I want it to look like from 6 a.m. in the morning all the way up till 10 p.m. when I'm falling asleep. And in there is, you know, do whatever you want time or, you know, read a book or um, even TV time is scheduled in there so that when I'm doing those things, rather than thinking about all the things I could potentially be doing, I realize that in that moment I'm doing exactly what I should be doing because it is already in my schedule and I can do it with complete peace of mind. You're already going to be shooting on yourself all day, most of the day. <laughs> so you might as well give yourself the permission to do exactly what you think you should be doing. Even if that's just laying on the ground, <laughs> right. making snow angels outside. This is my snow, <laughs> an- this is my snow angel time. Right. But because you can do that guilt free because there's not a whole lot of things as an entrepreneur that we ask permission for. Right. We're assumptive, determined people that are out there making things happen. We don't want to or need to ask permission for a lot of things. But the ability to give yourself permission to just relax or be honest with yourself or have a place where you can just shut everything out and just be with yourself only, I can't, I can't articulate how important that is. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, with, with being in a position where we always have things that we could be doing. We will always be having thoughts about all of the things that we could be doing. So it is, it's essential. It is a must 
to have an outlet that you can go to put those thoughts to rest. And that's what journaling has been and is for both Jared and myself. I mean, I, I really got into journaling in 2013 when, and it was really when I was starting to stretch myself and, you know, I chose a very difficult and challenging situation for a summer internship over something that seemed and looked really cool, uh, to intentionally challenge myself to develop confidence and develop skills. I would say before I really got into the world of sales, I all of the confidence that I had in my life was derived from the things that I was really good at. Um, and it wasn't until I got into sales where I really developed a deep and sincere sense of confidence in who I am as a human being. And uh, when I really started to get into that stuff, part of that process was journaling daily. You know, I was meeting tons of different people, having a lot of really weird experiencing experiences, having a lot of different emotions. And uh, my only way to really process that and to understand what I was experiencing and what was real and what was not real was to get them out on paper. And my the most effective way that I ever found to completely let go of a week that had just occurred and step into the week that was about to happen with intentionality and excitement and just vigor to accomplish something was from the vehicle that is journaling. Yeah, I remember I spent one summer out there with you and I remember yeah. a couple of those journaling sessions just in the in the fields of Pennsylvania with the weeping. fire with the, yeah, <laughs> weeping with the fireflies over the cornfields. Yeah, and, man. Yeah, that was um that was quite a time and yeah, but I, I think I, I started doing it really consistently right around the same time as you a little bit before, maybe two thousand twelve. Yeah, on, on the boat. Right when we met, yeah, and I don't know if you remember, but I would disappear for like hours, two or three hours, yeah, because we were just so engulfed in people and stimuli and cultures and this weird schedule and the time change and all of this stuff. And at some point, like I'm a huge extrovert, and I would still have to be like, I got to get out of here, man. Yeah, (laughs) and I started to use that time just to really go lock myself in my ship cabin and just start writing. Yeah. I was writing about myself, about the people around me and the experiences because I just needed a place where I could honestly like see the things that I was experiencing because we live in this world largely in our head yeah. and we're experiencing this from this monkey body <laughs> and we have this really Good weird meat suit. Yeah, this really weird internal dialogue that's going on all the time. Tens of thousands of thoughts that are just coursing through your brain constantly. Right. It's amazing that we get anything done, truly. <laughs> And so having that time that I used to go into my room and just write for hours and hours and hours just helped me amass what my actual experience was and is in like a real way because I was super honest with myself. Yeah. And that's what I've realized journaling has really become for me is this like litmus test for how honest I'm being with myself in my real life because I'm so brutally honest when I talk to myself in my journal that the more closely akin my journal is, in truth, to my real life, in truth, I know I'm on the right track. Right. Because there'll be times when they're wildly, wildly different. Yeah. And I'll look at them and I'll know and I'll say, man, this isn't the consistency that I'm looking for because I can feel how emotionally dissonant I am from the actual truth. Right. Yeah. And diving into a journal just with the intention to be radically honest with yourself is, I mean, has totally shifted the way in which I journal, the, just the experience that I have of journaling. I think for a long time, I just kind of journaled with the expectation, like subconsciously, I expected somebody else to read it at some point, even though I knew they would never would. So I thought about the way that things sounded when I was writing and, 
And it wasn't really until you went through that journaling course and kind of shared your experience with me where I started writing in my journal with just terrifying honesty of like, you know, just the deepest insecurities that I, that I have in different moments. And um, just the challenging, most challenging things that I'm going through, not caring at all about how good it sounds or, you know, what it would look like if somebody read it, but just getting every single emotion and thought or concern that I have going on inside, you know, my mental psyche onto paper to just completely let it go. Right. Yeah. That's the judgment the judge. Yeah. And you'll realize when you sit down with yourself in a room by yourself, you realize there's actually two people there. Yep. <laughs> it's the writer and it's the judge. And I had I had a real vicious judge inside of my mind. It was the type that would run through my house just flipping tables and <laughs> chairs and judging every emotion and word and grammar mistake and spelling error that I had. And it was it was brutal because that's to me is what writer's block is. Writer's block is in not knowing what to write because everyone knows what to write. Because writing is just your thoughts and they don't ever stop, it right. feels like. And the judge is the one that stops them because that's not cool. Right. That doesn't look good. That doesn't sound right. That's what the judge is doing. But when you know that you're never going to show this to anyone, that performative nature is where the judge lives because mm-hmm. the judge is the ego man. Yeah. The judge is the one that cares what other people think about what you feel. And that's what we're trying to get rid of. Right. And cares if you're portraying yourself in a way that looks like this perfect images image that we like to project. Uh, but really when we're judging other people, you know, perception is projection. If you spot it, you got it. Um, but the, you know, and again, the journal is just a place to really completely let go of that. And whenever Jarrett and I introduce somebody uh, to journaling for the first time and we say, all right, journal for, you know, whether it's five minutes or 10 minutes, a lot of times eyebrows go up and it's like, what, we got a journal, we got to write something for 10 minutes. And again, the, one of the ways that um, we've talked about it before, Jared and I have had conversations about this, but almost like building rapport with yourself when you're first getting started, just to kind of warm up, like, Hey, how am I feeling today? What's going on? And because a lot of times the, the thought that stops us from continuing to write is I don't know what to write. And that's a, that's a thought. So we get, we can, can, we can just write that down. I don't know what to write. Why don't I know what to write? And then just continue to expand from there. Right. Yeah, because everybody knows what to write. Right. Because like I said, writing is just your thoughts, man. Right. And you'll understand how well you know yourself with how long you small talk yourself in your journal. And that was such an interesting process for me because like it is when you meet somebody at a, an open house or a gathering or something like that, you meet someone, hey, what's your job? What color is your car? Like, what do you, right. All of, how's the weather? All these things that you say to people until you, Maybe it's real. Right. Until you hit some sort of commonality or you understand what you share in common with this person or what's real about this person or what you enjoy about them or, or you hit this vein with this person and then it's off to the races. Yeah. And that person, you leave that party talking about like, man, did you meet so-and-so? They have this incredible story. Mm -hmm. That's you. That is what lives inside of you. And I felt that for myself for the first couple minutes and I still do this. Mm -hmm. I drill every single day for years and I still do this for the first like minute or two. I talk about things that don't matter, that I don't really care about, (laughs) that I think is the thing that I want to talk about. And then usually in that like third or fourth minute, I'll hit some vein with myself and it'll just be off to the races. And then I'll really realize, oh, this is the thing that's been on my mind that I didn't even realize for the last week or month or year that I've really wanted to talk about with myself. And Jerry usually sets a 20 minute timer every single day and just 
it's a stream of consciousness journal where every thought that's on his mind or when I'm returning and every thought that's on my mind, I am just getting it out on paper and just continuing to write for 20 minutes. And like he said, you really get into a, a state of flow where you just start writing about exactly what you need to get out and express. And it is, uh, it's medicine. You know, it's very, very healing. Medicine is such a great word for it because yeah. that's absolutely what it is, yeah. honestly. And I think that there's this natural healing intelligence inside of you and it comes from the truth. Right. And you know when you say the truth because you feel in your body. Oftentimes you start to get a little misty eyed. <laughs> you feel it truly when you say the truth. Right. And there's this thing inside of you is that when you utter something true or when you write something true, something sort of wakes up in you. Yeah. It's like, whoa, you get a little shiver down your spine. And it's this intelligence that's like, oh, all right, the little one is starting to do a little cleanup work. Let's help him. <laughs> right. Here's another brick. Here's another brick. And you end up building this road where you're not really sure where the destination is because you have no idea where it's taking you, but you become addicted to building this road. And I feel it in myself where I'll be going through things and I'll try to process them with somebody. doesn't work. I'll try and think about them. doesn't work, right? And my body starts to crave this place which is my journal because it knows that it's almost like my second brain or my second soul almost. And going there to be there with myself to say, Hey man, we got some shit to figure out. And it's such a, it's such a powerful tool that you can use your personal life, your professional life, your intimate life. Yeah. Anything. And unfortunately a lot of times people use journaling like an antibody, right? They start to feel mentally and emotionally sick and then they take the, you know, they use journaling to get themselves out of that, that sickness or that state of mind. They use it as a, again, as an antibody. But Jared and I have talked about this multiple times in the past where journaling, just like self-talk, should be used like a multivitamin, right? You use it as a preventative measure as opposed to a reactionary measure where it's like, hey, just daily, this is something that I do to keep my mind and my emotions in peak state rather than uh, I'm just going to flow until I feel like crap. And then I'm going to journal to make myself feel better. And the thing too, is that this sounds like a dark and difficult process. And part of it is, it can sure, be. Yeah. but there's so much awesome stuff that comes out of this. And one of my most favorite things about this that I've learned over the last year or so is that your dreams get more vivid. Your thought process gets more clear. Like it's, it's like getting LASIK on your brain. Yeah. You start speaking more fluidly. But yeah. And it's something that's interesting to do if you decide to do this in the, in the morning every day is that it'll become part dream journal, part journal, because your dreams will be a lot more clear. So when you wake up, it's almost kind of like you're stepping out of bed and you're still walking in this dream or thinking about it. And you go to start writing and it's almost like you naturally start writing about your dreams, which leads you into something else that you're thinking about because right. it has context in your life somewhere. So I've thought about it as almost like you're, subconscious is giving you a journal prompt every morning, which is your dream. <laughs> and it's been such a fun experience for me just to dance with that thought because I look at this and it starts me talking about this crazy dream that I'm having and it leads into something that I've been thinking about constantly. Yeah. And it's true that, you know, the, the more that we journal, the more your, you know, the more you journal, the more your dreams are, the more you're going to actually remember the dreams that you're having. And uh, I guess, Jared, if you wouldn't mind sharing the Cambridge uh, scientific study just to help other people gain some of the conviction that we have in journaling, uh, I think that might be really helpful. 
Yeah, of course. So the study was published um, by Cambridge University in 2018. And essentially it was just articulating the benefits of expressive writing. And when I say expressive writing, what I mean by that is the process. So the process is writing for 20 minutes a day for four days in a row. And the most important part about that is the stream of consciousness. So a stream of consciousness writing for four days in a row, 20 minutes a day. And stream of consciousness writing, just so you guys have a little bit of a framework of what that is, is, I mean, it's, it is really what it sounds like. Like if you picture every single thought, all the thought traffic moving through your brain as a river or a stream, every thought that goes through is what you write down on paper. Just that stream of, the, of your consciousness is what gets transferred to the paper in front of you. Yeah, and I just want to read to you actually what the prompt was from this study from Cambridge. So it says, for the next four days, I would like you to write about your very deepest thoughts and feelings that affect you in your life. In your writing, I'd really like you to go into and explore your deepest emotions and thoughts. You might tie your topic to your relationships with others, your parents, friends, lovers, relatives, to your past, your present, or your future, or who you have been or who you want to be in the future. Now, this is the most important part here at the bottom. Don't worry about spelling, grammar, or sentence structure. The only rule is that once you begin writing, you continue until the time is up. Yep. So that's the stream of consciousness in there, is that you just keep on writing, you just keep on going. Yeah. Even if that keep on going is, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write. It's just pen to paper for 20 minutes. Right. And really the exciting thing about this whole study is what they found the benefits were from the group doing expressive writing versus the control group. And just to name a few, it was... Fewer stress-related visits to the doctor, improved lung function, liver function, reduced absenteeism from work, improved working memory, fewer post-traumatic intrusions, all sorts of benefits from this quite literally being honest with yourself for 20 minutes a day for four days in a row, right. which is incredible. For sure. And with that, you know, as Jarrett mentioned in that prompt, letting go of the judgment of what it looks like or the rules that we learned in elementary school, middle school, high school, college um, whatever, you know, there's all of these quote unquote rules that are the right way to do things that you need to just kind of let go of to just dive into whatever is genuinely flowing through you. So our challenge to you with journaling is be really intentional. And the first part about that is if you don't already have a journal that you absolutely love, go find one, go to a stationary store, hit up Jeff Bezos on Amazon, have one sent to you. <laughs> But find something that you really, really would enjoy writing in. Same thing with a pen. Get yourself a pen that you enjoy. And then from there, use the same journal and the same pen in the same place if you can every single time. Because that's really what's going to build the habit and the intentionality and that space that your soul and your body is going to crave. So when you have things that are markers like that, it just makes the process a lot easier. And then from there, just do it. Just do the four days. Do the four days to no start. No matter with. what. Yeah. No matter what, four days in a row, 20 minutes a day, stream of consciousness writing. But I really, really challenge you to do 28. Yeah. Because that's where the magic is going to be. You'll realize that the small talk is a lot less and the real shit is a lot more prevalent. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, as an entrepreneur and as a human being, I mean, just to close us out, it is not a matter of whether or not there will be problems and different levels of emotional inconsistency. It's a matter of whether or not you're going to create the space to solve those problems for yourself, right? Journaling is just an outlet that you can always go to, to be 
radically honest with yourself and find out exactly what is necessary to move yourself and your business forward. So that's one of those things that just on a daily basis you can go to carve out a time that just not like it's a goal to journal every day, but a no matter what, every single morning, I'm going to carve out 20 minutes or I just, I stream of consciousness journal and just get everything out. So go out and get it next four days minimum. But as Jarrett challenged 28 days, just do it with a no matter what mentality. And we're excited to hear the feedback from what comes up in your life. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll see you next time. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.